I'm Jake. And I'm John. And this is Canine Critique. It's another week in the dog house. Welcome to Canine Critique. Mm. We're oh. dudes. We got lukewarm opinions on dogs. Oh, can you hear those sleigh bells, top dogs? Fans of the show? Santa must be getting near. Yay! Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you guys. Or Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy. Holidays. holidays. There you go. The umbrella statement. Merry Christmas, you beautiful, beautiful people. This week is our Christmas spectacular. Decorated the doghouse with some Christmas lights and some dog bones. You got a uh, Christmas tree up, very, very petite, just sitting on a coffee table. Hey, <laughs> it's not right. petite. It's actually fairly sized. Yeah, I don't but know. it is sitting on a coffee table. Which I've never seen, but I kind of dig how it's working in this room. Yeah, it works out pretty well, don't you? Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? And I'm sitting on the floor next to the big comfy chair that I... Yeah, why though? <laughs> closer to the microphone, I don't know. Oh, okay, tight. <laughs> yeah. I've recently been, like, rotating a lot when we record. Sometimes I, like, lay down and just talk to the sky. But really, you're the sky, John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, well, here we are. This is our Merry Christmas Spectacular. Uh, we We've got some cool some things. We got some dog stories. Cool things up for you. Up top, you might have heard the ad. We are sponsoring a charity, the Sh the Shelter Pet Project, where you can. I mean, if you're if you're looking to get a pet soon, um, it's it's always better to adopt, I guess. So yeah. I think it's better to adopt over. I mean, for the purposes of this charity, it is better to adopt. But yeah, and you're saving a dog from a from a life of. Just who knows what, you know? Yeah. Their life is just in the wind. You, you you adopt a dog or a cat or whatever pet is in. It looks like, I don't know, just pet dogs and cats. You adopt them and you, you provide a home for them. And I'm, and like, as we know, as a lot of people know, I lukewarm to hate dogs. <laughs> so, but I'm not heartless. And I think it's genuinely good that these pets get a... Um, Get a get a home. As far as I'm concerned, all of those dogs are hot dogs. I agree, except the ones that will kill you probably. <laughs> okay, this isn't Max. It's not like Max, where the dogs are like in their separate kennels with PTSD. Oh yeah. But you're right. Who knows what some of these dogs have seen? You're right. It's not army dogs you're adopting. Yeah. Who it knows? Looks man. Like. I don't know. You can choose. It looks like I'm looking for a dog or a cat. Those are the only those are the only two options here. Well, do it. Let's do it right now. Let's pull it up. I'm not going to adopt a dog right no, now. No, I just want to see. I just want to see what comes up. So okay. Let's say we're adopting the dog. Okay. So, if those of you following along, you go to the website. Dog. Zip code. Um, 84... Uh, what's Salt 115. Lake City? That's Salt Lake City. Okay, 84115. Let's see. Um, within 25 miles, um, there's a dog named Stephanie, female adult German Shepherd. Neptune, a male adult American bull pit terrier. Precious, female Aww. American bull pit bull, American pit bull terrier. A lot of them are pit bulls. In fact, every single one I'm coming across is like a pit bull. Or a German Shepherd. Bulldog, Manchester Terrier. We got a Chihuahua, Ziggy. Aww. Oh. Some very charitable soul should. Well, this is easy. And what happens if you just click a dog? What happens if okay. you click it? So if we were to, are there any huskies? I feel like all the huskies just yeah, get bought from birth. Yeah. Like, what, what, the, that one looks sad. Pick just click one? the sad one. No, no. Is that Casey? Pick, oh, pick Casey, Casey, female adult Australian cattle dog. Yeah. See what happens if you pick. So if you click it, you can learn more about them. I'm being cared for by Second Chance for Homeless Pets. No description provided. Interesting. And then you can click learn more about me. And then you Does go that take you to the other website? To adoptapet.com. Oh. And then you can contact the people there. Holy so. cow, that was so easy. Yeah. We almost accidentally adopted a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, check it out. Theshelterpets.org. You probably already heard our ad. If not, last maybe week. maybe it'll just <laughs> slide in halfway <laughs> through a sentence. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, well, I'll, I'll try to figure it out. It's our first time working with an ad and. We, I think it's nice that we're starting with a charity, personally. Because all the proceeds of whatever money this podcast makes through the through the service we use, yeah, will go to 
this the shelter pet project. Shelter pet project. And so I I'm that's imagining. Cool. I hope so. In many ways, that's the best way for podcast money to go. Oh, the best place for pos- podcast money to go. Don't tell John I'm laundering. What? What? <laughs> Wait, what? You're speaking so low, I can barely hear you. What'd you say? I said Merry Christmas, John. Oh, <laughs> Merry Christmas to you too, Jake. Do you like Freaking the idiot. Do you like the present I got you? you? Yeah, I've gotten no present yet. And the day of recording, that's tr- that's correct. By the time. The doghouse listeners listen to this. You will have got it from me. Oh, what what could it be? Is it a dog? <laughs> <laughs> yep, the shelter pet's dog. Wow, would, I, I'm not in a place in my life to care for a dog right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. You barely even care for yourself. Shut up. <laughs> you even wear the same clothes. Wipes tears with loincloths. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know that John is not sitting in my yeah. on the floor in uh, my <laughs> Only I'm well dressed too. Yeah, sure. You wore that same outfit the last six times, John. We, this is kind of my Friday. This is kind of my Friday outfit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just messing around. No, with that's that. right. You didn't need to tell me. <laughs> How has your week been? My week has been nuts. The day of recording will have been after like a 65, 70 hour work week for me. I just picked up some extra shifts because I'm heading to the in-laws for Christmas time. Oh, cool. And, I don't know, maybe I'm just too nice that I'm like, pick up these other shifts so that they don't, I don't feel as bad for when I take like four days off in a row. I think that's good. <sighs> but, alas, that is, that is my lot right now. I've mostly just been hanging out, just with work has really slowed down, so that's good. So I read a post online about this dude who got a dog in Skyrim. Can you he, you played Skyrim, right, John? I have played Skyrim. So he, oh, so that's he Barnabas. Like, so he like rescued a dog. Does it talk to him? No, no, no. Really? Yeah, he just like got a dog, and he he like killed the owner, and then the dog followed him around, and then he like made oh. it his goal to like make sure this dog was safe and like to build a house for the dog. But in order for the dog to stay at the house, he had to get some kid to adopt it. To live at the house, so we had to marry this girl and adopt a kid, so that, that kid can adopt the dog, and they had to like each other. And during the process of him like going to find like the right place to build his house and do all this stuff, uh, he the dog almost died in multiple b- battles against dragons and crap. Huh. Interesting. So there's a quest where if you kill, you either kill an owner or there's an owner looking for his dog and you find out that the dog is like the servant of a Daedric Lord, which is kind of like that. They're not necessarily devils because some of them are kind of nice, but there's like the gods and then there's the Daedric Lords. Yeah. And the dog, this dog named Barnus follows like you around and he's, and he talks to you and he's like, I just need to help my master Clavicus Vile. It's weird. I remember this name. um, And then you get a, you get like a cool helmet, but I'm just reading here that you can have dogs follow you. You can also build a house and marry someone and adopt a child. So you could have a little happy homestead. Interesting. Which I've done, and I always, reg- I always regret. Yeah. This is maybe. <laughs> I always regret marrying and adopting in that game because I come home and they're like, "Papa, what can can we do this?" I'm like, "Get out of my house! I built, <laughs> I came to this game to escape the real world." <laughs> Just get, I'm going to my armory. So anyway, the post that I found where it talks about this this dude who, who got his dog and he went through all this trouble. He was also really worried because the dog would try to help out while he was finding mm. the dragons and things. And he, he had to try like 300% harder to beat the dragon so that his dog didn't get, get killed. Yeah. And he ended up building this house and he found this girl. And he had to make sure the girl liked the dog. And the first, the first girl that he was going to marry... No... It, they were having a lesbian relationship because his main character was a girl. Okay. Anyway, it, it's a long story. But I, I don't know why I remember this so vividly. Um, Especially you want to go play Skyrim. <laughs> so they got... they, they She found a woman that that uh, that liked the dog. So then they got they got a house. But part of her stipulations was was that like her friend, who was some dude, could live with them too. Is this real? Yeah. So I was I've re- never done like a lesbian thing <laughs> yeah, in a game know. before. I don't know. I don't know. This is just, this is what I was, this I've is never what heard of this. Said. It, was like, it, was like, it was like a Twitter thread, and I was, I was eating it up, because I've never played Skyrim, and I was like, is this really what Skyrim is? I don't know. <laughs> you know, Music Elijah, he, he thinks it's funny that I refer to him like that. He loves Skyrim, he boots up a new save, like, every month, probably. Oh my gosh. He probably loves this, and he'd anyway, probably know more. Keep going. Yeah, he probably would. 
so uh, drop me a bark when I make mistakes. But again, I'm just reiterating a story that I found on Twitter. So okay. you know it's a fact, everything that I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, all 180 characters are fact. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, he. Uh, so what happened was he. they ended up adopting a kid, too, that really liked the dog. And he felt good leaving the dog at home, and then he left. And then he came back and found out that um, his like partner's friend that was a guy yeah. hated the dog. And was yelling at him, so he lured the man away from the house and killed him. But what? did it did it from their eye in front of the family, and they were so mad at him. And he, the main character didn't have it in his heart to kill the family because he's worked months to make so that his dog can have a safe mm-hmm. home. So he ran away, and he never he never has come back. And the only thing that's keeping him like satisfied with that decision is that he knows that the dog is okay. <laughs> that's, that's so complex. I don't even think half those things can happen in that game, yeah. but it's a great story. <laughs> if you modded it, I know you can't kill your family members in that game. Yeah, but it wasn't his family member, it was the... I know, but yeah, <laughs> I get what you're saying. So he couldn't kill his family even if he wanted to. Interesting. That's interesting. Well, there you go. But I, that's not really my dog story, so it was never boring. Well, I don't even have one, so that oh. works. Well, I have another one. Let me think about what it was. Okay, so I have a friend that Can I we- work with. Do we have news? Or does that count as news as well? Oh, I had dog news. Okay, do your story then. I have so many things to talk about. This is, you know what, we're kicking back. It's Christmas time. It's loosey-goosey. We're sipping our hot cocoa. We're licking our... I do have an orange Fanta that I'm just sipping. You just cut me off when I said we're licking our, and then you cut me off. What are we licking? We're licking our peppermint sticks. Our wounds. Okay. It's been such a long year, a long winter. Oh my goodness. Anyway. (laughs) What was I saying? Oh yeah, I was driving around with my coworker, um, over around the security guard. It was this was like right after we found a meth pipe behind one of the buildings. Okay. <laughs> this is just trying to set the scene, and we're we're going over, and <clears throat> there's like this running trail that goes back behind one of the buildings, and there's this person running with their dog, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, I love the dog. It looks so cute. Is that a husky?" And I'm not even kidding. I said, oh, it looks like a husky, but it's probably a husky St. Bernard mix. And then... What made you say this? I just knew. I looked at the dog and I knew what it, what the breed Saint was. St. Bernard. Hmm. Yeah, St. Bernard husky mix. I, I, mix. I know for had a the, fact. Because he had a little barrel. It was a husky with a barrel around. Yeah, yeah. It had the barrel, so I knew. No. <laughs> it, it was like... It's like I knew. Okay. And I only know from watching all of this, these movies from the <laughs> podcast... And then after I said that, I looked at her and was like, I had, don't, we're never talking about this again because I have no idea where that came was from. It a, was that what the dog breed was? Yes, or? I looked it up too. I was like, this is a thing. And oh. I was right. Very cool. Uh, but then she was laughing really hard because I've never, like, for the like, majority um, of my life. Actually, um, actually, it's a Husky St. Bernard mix. So maybe get on my level. <laughs> no, but. Oh, boy. I don't know. I've learned. I've learned that I have learned dog breeds in this podcast. Before I just look at a dog and be like, "Hey, it's a it's dog. one of those ones." I only knew it if it was like a mainstream at me, like a Dalmatian or a Chihuahua or a poodle. Poodle. But that's my story. It's pretty good. She also demanded that I shared this as part of the dog stories in my podcast. Shout out to you, Sophie. Thanks for making me do this. Very cool. Well, sweet. Uh, As I said, I don't really have a dog story. Dang it, John. You never saw a dog in the past week? Of course. I see dogs everywhere I go, and I avoid them everywhere I go. (laughs) My coworkers at work. That's what most of your actual dog stories are, is you just avoiding a dog, like jumping in an outhouse or running inside your house or... My friend Brooke, who is thinking of getting a dog, she's pretty much confirmed that she might probably get this dog. Though it might be a surprise for her family, so <laughs> if they're listening to this. Either way, I'll let, I'll let her know. But they they well, because I I mentioned a couple weeks ago that to shoot us names so that we can help her name the dog. But they've decided on Scout. Oh, Scout, which I think is a good solid dog name, because it it feels weird when people name their dogs like. Like if I if I had a dog and, and you, I named it Jane, it's like yeah. it's weird. What if you got a dog and you named it Jake? <laughs> well, that that's like Jake the dog. Uh, yeah, but my name's Jake. I know. 
Or what if you got a dog and named it Thomas? That's weird. See, that's yeah. weirder than even like Jane, because Jane could be like, Janie, come here. But Thomas is like, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, come here. Thomas, come here. Your boy, you're Thomas. <laughs> Which is the name of my brother. But but it's weird beyond that, that you shouldn't give a dog a super human name. It's got to be like Buck or, or yeah. Jack or, or yeah. Roger. <laughs> Maybe not Roger. Dope. Dude, that's hilarious. But yeah, like Roger, Roger is the name of the dog in uh, 101 Dalmatians. Oh, really? I was thinking because in... Because um, there's Lucky. I know, I know Lucky, but I think Roger's the dad. No, Roger's the... He's the human dad. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Roger and Anita Radcliffe Jeez. is their name. Radcliffe? Radcliffe. Like Daniel? Like Daniel Radcliffe, yep. Frick. There you go. <laughs> but I was going to say that... um. At work now, my um, my friend Mitch. Today was his last day at work. Actually, he um, he's always like, "Don't even quit lying that you lukewarm dogs. You despise them." I'm like, I don't despise them. I just don't want to be around them. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go, John. Maybe I should adopt you a dog at Shelter Pets. Uh, I can't. I told you, I can't care for a dog at this point in my life. You, then your then your life would be like a boy and his dog. It'd be so cute. No. Why not? Right, Fine, we're gonna go to that that place where you rent a puppy for a day, and I'm gonna we're gonna rent you a puppy for a whole day. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty cute. And you're gonna love it. And then you're gonna go get a dog. No, I wouldn't and get a Go on hikes with them. No. And then you can put it on your profile pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone will be like, "Woo! Look at this guy." <laughs> Ladies, he's on all my dating apps. They'll be like. Not that I'm on like a lot of dating apps. I thought of this is I I learned that this is why you uh, at the end of every episode say, follow me at my own page because <laughs> you're, you're trying to get. I'm desperate. <laughs> I'll try dogs. I'll I'll get a dog. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. you're like if you consider yourself a nine or ten out of ten, <laughs> draw me a bark person. You, you know what? Actually, I guess this is a safe space. I'll share this. I don't do dating apps, okay? But this week, just to see what kind of people are on there. Maybe to make fun of people, maybe to silently judge them. Who knows, okay? I feel yeah. bad saying that. But what, what Everybody if, knows there's you're there you're silently judging other people on yeah, dating I know. apps. That's they're so shallow, okay? Yeah. But um I don't know. Some people find their loves through dating apps. I'm not great. gonna say which one because I'm I'm afraid people will like find me and then use the podcast as a means to get to my heart and that's not what this is all about okay <laughs> well you're but already using the you're, podcast you're gonna know. to get to your heart you're gonna know when you hear this who it is okay but my part of my bio is pretty lukewarm on dogs and cats though so there's that <laughs> because a lot of people on here are like i love dogs cats are my favorite pet lovers and i'm like get out of here <laughs> but you heard it here first that John is okay to get a dog if that's what it means. No, for you said no, it. No, I was said being it sarcastic. Like two minutes ago, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, bull crap. The love of your life walks to the door, and you go on a great date, and then she says, "To next time, let's meet up at my place." At the very end of the, the we're at the doorstep, and she's leans in, and right before the kiss, she's like, "I love dogs, by the way," <laughs> and then kisses me, but I'm all stony faced, like, "What have I done?" <laughs> Yeah, but, here's, but you already have the date lined up for next time. But come on, dude. Come on. So, if, if anything, if, if dog movies has taught me anything, that's only like a 10, 12-year commitment. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can bury it in the middle of my front yard. <laughs> Just like in Marley and me. And throw necklaces in there. Uh, don't get me wrong. If that's what you do, you know what? Go for it. I'm so glad we went on this tangent. Yeah. Christmas is the season of love. So. <laughs> Christmas is the season of love. We're going to find you love through the podcast, through the fake app. So I'm going to download a dating app and make a profile for you. For me? Yeah. You'll just take pictures from my Facebook? I'll swipe at all the people that I think are good enough for you. That would suck. Don't that do would that suck. We should make our own dating app and we'll call it Hot Dog. Hot Dog or Dog on it. No, we'll call it Hot Dog because that's the, what you want. But oh, okay. you judge... You judge dog. It's it's a it's You're a dating app. No, dogs. it's a dating app for your dog to hook up with other dogs. And so yes, not only not only this. This is like a lucrative. This is like a lucrative. People thing would do this I because feel. You, your dogs can shack, right? And then <laughs> and 
no. Nobody. No. Jake, your dogs can shack, right? Anyway. <laughs> you get the dogs to shack up. Or whatever. Do the dirty. Whatever you want to call it. And the, those puppies become... Um, you you can liquidate those puppies by selling them. Sell them. So what I'm saying is, we're gonna make this app where you can eliminate buy... the need for shelter pet projects <laughs> by farming out puppies. You can, you, you can find what a great Christmas topic. You can find <laughs> the dog that best suits your dog, so that they can breed and make babies, and then you can split the money with the other person, right? There you go. And a portion, ten percent, goes straight to me and John, the creators of the app. Heck yes, we're, we're all winning here. We helped you find the dog. Ah, it's gonna be great. Let's see what kind of weird breeds can come out of this. Let's see, like a poodle and a Saint Bernard. Dude, look it up. I bet it's done. A Saint Poodle? Yeah, look up Saint Poodle, uh, Saint Bernard Poodle mix. Saint Bernard Poodle mix. This might become a second. Holy cow! Wow. I've seen those before. Dude, that actually looks super cute! No, oh, that's not bad. Everyone what Google that. Everyone go Google a St. Bernard A St. Perdoodle. That's what it's called. A St. Burdoodle. Hmm, the St. Perdoodle. But I like the little one better, personally. A little poodle? I don't know what it is. Big dogs scare me, dude. I like husky, though. You know? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'd rather. Those are like lean. Like, like yeah. uh, height maximum. My personal opinion is knee. Oh, you don't want a Great Dane? I don't want... Oh, my gosh. Because I knew a dude who had three Great Danes. I, like, was helping him fix his roof out in the backwoods of Michiganderland. Oh, there you go. And he had three Great Danes, and they scared the crap out of me, dude. They were bigger than me. They were bigger than me. And it was... He was just... He said he was just a pup. Oh, dude. I looked up Greyhound Poodle Mix, and that's not great. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I still am a fan. Some of these actually look really cute. Oh, look at that. Not oh, good. no. Greyhounds are not good-looking dogs. <laughs> I, get, I get that it's like the Greyhound bus is named after them, and they're quick, and they're probably very cool. I don't know. They're probably going to eat you, John. And once they find out what you said about them just now, they're going to come and kill you. <laughs> I just wake up in the middle of the night, and there's a swarm of Greyhounds. Because we know so many Greyhounds listen to this podcast. Yeah. Shout out to the Greyhounds out there. Oh, Drop us a bar. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into this. This movie, which is, it's a, it's more a series of vignettes, okay? So in 1999, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas came out, and then in 2000, let me get the actual, 2004. Wow, 2004, five years later. I know, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas came out. What's interesting is, growing up, I thought Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas was like a classic I thought it was new. Like, yeah. I thought it came out in my life, so what, what's which it did, but... Once Upon a Christmas? Yeah. What's, that's so interesting, because that whole heartwarming story where Mickey, like, sells his harmonica... Oh, The Gift of the Magi. Yeah. Well, they, they're, they're, it's based on The Gift of the Magi, which is an old Christmas tale. No, no, this is a real thing that, that Disney invented, the story. Oh, okay. John. <laughs> I already don't like where this conversation's gonna go. All I'm saying is, I was like, I thought it was it just like the most classic thing that... He was like, oh, he sells his harmonicas to get her the... What did he get her like that? A necklace. A locket. A locket. Oh, a chain for her locket. A chain for her locket. And then she sold her locket to get him a harmonica case. And they just like, they opened up and realized how nice they were to each other. And it was, I don't know, just a tender thing that taught me how to be nice to people. But that's not what we're talking about. Um, I just want to be, I just want to clarify. Uh, <laughs> no, in, because in AP English once I had to read Gift of the Magi. And it follows basically the same story, but it's just. A re-gift of the Magi? What? Is that what you call it's it? It's called The Gift of the Magi. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you said the re-gift. I was like, is this like some... I had to read Gift oh, of the Magi. Oh, read, okay. I had to read Gift Gosh, of the Magi. Gosh, I'm blind. I mean, deaf, sorry. And it's the same story as this Mickey Mouse one. Um, but they kind of... The original Gift of the Magi is that she has really nice hair, and he wants to buy her like a nice... Like brush comb, like oh, a does she like comb. cut her hair to afford? And thing? he has a lot. He has a pocket watch, and she wants to get him a nice, like fob for it. Yeah. And so she cuts her hair to get the fob, and he sells his pocket watch to get her the comb. Oh. But I mean, I think she made out with the best because she, her hair can grow back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, interesting. But it, the Mickey one is is told a bit. It's 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 more fun for kids and everything. That yeah. one's got an eighteen hundreds like. 
kind of spin on it. That was 1905. Whatever. Either way, so these movies came out and they're a series of short kind of vignettes of, 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 they're just short stories. Yeah, like a, yeah, okay, sorry, I was gonna say something stupid, but I cut myself off and now here I am talking about the mistake I almost what made. What were you gonna say? Nah, just keep going. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, the 1999 one is, it's like, it's really good 2D animation. It's just because Disney, I think they've always excelled at that and it's something I kind of want again mm. and then the 2004 one is 3d animation which is good it's like having watched it very recently it's it's as good as you'd hope for 2004 but it's not the, bad here's the problem here's here's what i think is a problem with that disney on its own making the 3d animation early 2000s wasn't very good yeah but sure. disney with pixar post or early 2000s, tangled and onward is like tangled and onward were like but anything uh, before that, like, it's not good. It's not good. But hey, the storytelling, the storytelling is what, what, were you, uh, what's, what's it called? Where you forget the plausibility of You watch it with rose-colored lenses. No, we're... Plausible deniability, is that what you're trying to say? I don't know, you know, where, where it's just like, there's like that, uh, there's that graph and there's like this bridge before it gets... Yeah, Uncanny Valley? No, before the Uncanny Valley. I don't know. Suspend your disbelief. Oh. Because back in the day, it's like, it's like, one of my favorite games from back in the day was Fable, okay? I, when Fable came out, everything was like glowing. I was like, these graphics are amazing. And then if you go back today, it is not good at all. But your mind fills in the blanks. Yeah, okay. And so, sense. like, uh, I remember when Super Smash Bros. Brawl came out everybody was going nuts on the, the graphics because it's like i think one of the trailers scenes one of the trailers showed a melee and then it showed their like showed the characters get overhauled and my i remember my oh, older right. brother was like look at link you can see the stitching on his clothes and you can and i was like yeah. oh my gosh like that's actually really cool but now looking at the brawl link it's like <clears throat> it's <poopy>. fine <laughs> <laughs> so i'm glad that tangent here I'm really glad that with Zelda, instead of steering more toward like a realistic take, they, they went just, stylized. They've gone stylized, and it looks mm, muy bueno. The uh, a Link's Awakening game, I love it. So I cute. love the complete cute like redesign. Got that soft focus on the lens. And Breath of the Wild, mm, muy bueno. It's just mm, it works. Twilight Princess scared me as a kid. <laughs> it's a creepy game. I it's one of my faves though. Yeah, um, isn't that like the PG thirteen Zelda game? It was the I think it's the only T rated Zelda game. Freaky Deek, dude. There you go. Yeah. That's Zelda talk again, though. Anyways, since this is a dog <laughs> podcast, we Merry watched <laughs> the. There's one goofy um, short story in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas called A Very Goofy Christmas. Yes. And, and then in Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, there's a goofy one called Christmas Maximus. And there's a Pluto one, and I'm about to find the name of this real quick. Pluto High Fives a Reindeer. Is that, isn't that what it's called? I don't think they, they do. Yeah, you're right. But it's called Pluto's Christmas Tree. You know, how... Oh, wait, no, that's a 1952. That, so, so, like, we get... Uh, uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas, right? You know, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Concuted. Yeah. Were they ever named before that, though? Did that guy who wrote The Night Before Christmas, they, <laughs> did, did, he, did he come up with those names for his dying sick daughter? Oh, you're right. That he wrote that Christmas story for? <laughs> yeah, like, was he the one that came up with them and we've just carried we it just, on? Yeah, we just accepted that from that one poem. Shout know, out man. to The Night Before Christmas, Fisher Price. Uh, VHS from the late 60s, early 70s that it's, I've watched every Christmas. It's called Mickey's Doggone Christmas. Ah, uh, yeah, Mickey's Doggone Christmas. So let's let's talk about a very goofy Christmas. Here's what I love about these goofy ones. Oh my gosh. They're set somewhat in the same continuity of Goofy's son Max's life. Yeah. And here's, and we can get into this, yeah. but here's what I want after seeing this. You want more Max? I want them to make a sequel to an extremely goofy movie. Is that, is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Make it 2D animation and make it like Max is finished with college 
and he comes home and he cannot find a job and he reconnects with Roxanne and oh, but she's already like out. She's probably married. She probably has a kid too. Well, Roxanne, that's really bleak. No, all I'm saying is like this. Like Max to me is like our generation of kids. It's true. So he, these are like in college, like post college kids now. I, I'm imagining he's our generation of kids for this setting, knowing like knowing that an, an extremely goofy me an extremely goofy movie came out when I was a kid. Yeah. But if we're gonna tell a story like this, Max comes home, and, and he, he had dreams of being in the X Games and whatever, and now he's kind of like past that, and he needs to. He's got like a, an engineering degree. He needs to get a real job or something. Yeah. And Goofy's like just there to be supportive or whatever. Yeah. But Goofy's ultimately doing whatever an old an older kind of Goofy would probably do. Yeah, but then I, I kind of want to. Maybe Goofy's out of touch. Maybe he's out like still vacationing with his new wife. With what's her name? Yeah, what was it? Whatever, whatever her name was, Velma or whatever. I don't know. Velma. But this this Christmas, a very goofy Christmas. You got. You had my attention though. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get back to this because we'll discuss more. Max oh, okay, stuff, okay, okay. Because okay, tight. Because Christmas Maximus in the second one is about Max as well. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. And this is the timeline, because this would canonically be the first... This is the youngest we've ever seen Max. Max is like 10 or something. You're right. He's really little in this. Oh, man. And there, here's the thing. I took dog, mo, mo, dog movie watching to the extreme, because on my, way, on my way here from work, I just booted up Disney Plus and just <laughs> listened to... That's amazing. And I, ha I had it on my thigh, so if like, traffic slowed, I could kind of like catch a glimpse of it yeah. now and then. But that's, a good that's how I watched this, these movies. I watched them on my drive here. They're fresh in my mind. This movie, a lot better than... This movie's a lot better to listen to than the other ones. Because a lot of the other ones, like Pluto Can't Talk. Very visual. And the goofy one, the second goofy one's only like five minutes and it's mostly a song montage. Yeah, you're right. You're Either right. way. We got Max. Him and Goofy, they're just getting ready for Christmas. I don't know where Max's mom is. Like... We never know. Is it Clarabelle? <laughs> no, dude. Max? Nah, dude. Like we said, it's been pushed on us a lot, but it's, it's not Clarabelle. Regardless, they're just getting ready for Christmas, and they're finished shoveling their driveway, and all Max, all young little Max wants is, like, this snowboard. It's like the, the tip to tail, the rail to rail, something, something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Snowboard. Yes. <laughs> Which I think is cool, because he's grown up with these aspirations to be like... X Games X Games, and Power yeah. Line, ooh. <laughs> And that always made me wonder, like as a kid, like where where are they living? Because I'd vacation. I California want to talk a lot. About this. Yeah, I'd vacation to California a lot, and it was like, there's no way Max lives in California because he he's getting a snowboard for Christmas, and there's tons of snow outside. So growing up in Salt Lake City, I'm like, he he he's from here. Maybe when he was a kid, he lived here in Utah, oh, in yeah. Park City or something. Park City or like Colorado. Or, there you go. I'm going to say Utah or Colorado, because there's, there's no other place in the entire United States that you can snowboard. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> but uh, they finish shoveling, and then the biggest a-hole of the Disney oh. animated universe, <laughs> Pete, <laughs> just dumps all the snow back onto them with his snowblower, and he's like, Well, what do you know, young Maxie? What you, you thought your Santa would come? He's not real. He's not even real. I've been everywhere. I've been to Manhattan. He says that specifically. <laughs> I've been to Manhattan. And he convinces little Max... That Santa's not real. That Santa's not real. And what I love about this is Goofy, he's like, Goofy's like, where'd you hear that? And he's like, ah, Pete told me. He's like, figures. <laughs> and I'm like, figures. <laughs> Everybody hates Petey. Yeah, yeah Pete. Pete. He's the worst. Okay, hold Pete's up. Pete's son, Jake. He's not in here, but he should be. You mean Pete? Wait. Pete is the dad. Yeah, and Jake is his no, son. No, his son's right? name is not Jake. I'm gonna have to look it up. I swear. It's uh I'm pretty sure. No, it 100% is Maybe not. Maybe it's Pete Jr. I think yeah, it's Pete Jr. PJ. PJ. Yeah. 100%. Pete is like That's where you very got the J for Jake. Yeah. Okay, I Pete's very self-centered. There's a point in this where he says, "What in what in Pete's name for Pete's sake?" He says that in the same sentence. <laughs> but um Either way, what I love about this is that Goofy Max keeps like, "Did you know that if Santa had to visit every kid, he'd have to visit like 8,000 kids in a second if he wanted to get to every household in the world. And Goofy isn't skeptical about this. He's like, well, he's just got time on his side. He's just like, he just doesn't, he just in stride, he's making a, a turkey. And then you see, this is what I loved. You see him 
him and Max bringing yeah. a bunch of food to the next door neighbors because oh, they're the very poor. Yeah. And Disney's rich off that Disney moolah <laughs> from all the cartoons he's been oh, in. What's like? I, I was I had to look this up just to fact check real quick. But fun fact about Pete, you ready for this? Okay. All you Disney fans out there, get ready for this. I'm gonna drop you a hot Disney bomb. Welcome Disney Deep Cuts featuring Jake. Okay. Here it is. Can you tell me? Can can you guess what what Pete was before he was a cat? Pete's not a cat; he's a dog. Yeah, no, Pete's a cat. He's totally a dog. No, dude, Pete's totally a cat. Why would he be living in Dogtown? Here, here's why Pete's a cat. Here's why Pete's a cat. You ready? No, don't look this up. I told you not to. I'm looking it up. Here's why. Here's why Pete is not a cat. No, he's not a dog, because he's a cat. Because he's a uh, he's a uh, Mickey. He's Mickey Mouse's bad guy, and Mickey is a mouse. He's got cat ears. And he's got the tail. Doesn't he have a tail? I thought he had a tail. Um, Tomcat? He is a cat. Yep. Yeah. That's but before, weird. But before you would have thought he, he was a dog. But before he was a cat, he was a bear. Oh. Yeah. And fun fact for all you Mickey Mouse fans, Pete is the oldest running uh, Disney character. He's been around since 1925. 1925? Yeah. Before Mickey. That's before Mickey, dude. Before Oswald? Uh, before... Oh, I don't know. I think he starred in an Oswald cartoon. What's his, um, what's his girl? Hold up, hold up. This is awkward. I instantly stopped the recording. Like, two seconds ago. Okay. Anyway, keep going. We're talking that, that Pete is a bear, and we're talking about Oswald. You're good. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. That's fine. I remember an Oswald cartoon where Oswald and his... Girl, I can't remember Oswald's girl's name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Pete has his girl in a in a castle at one point, oh my and God. I think it's replicated in another Mickey and Minnie. Ca There's another Mickey and Minnie castle caper as well. There is a Mickey and Minnie castle caper, but I, yeah, and I don't think Pete's the king in that. But I know that Goofy, or sorry, Dippy Dog is like the <laughs> Goofy prince in that one. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, regardless. Well, <laughs> um, sorry. Sorry. They go Goofy and Goofy and Max go to the next door neighbor. The next door neighbor to give them food because they're kind of down on their luck. There's a point where <laughs> there's a point where Max takes a candy cane off the tree and mid lick the little kid at the house looks at him and he just puts it back on the tree. <laughs> and he's like, "Do you want to play with my cars? I've got a blue one and a red one, and that's it. But do you want one?" And Max is like, "Sure." Yeah, Max. Max's Max is attitude. Now. Hurt he's jaded. Yeah, and it's like Santa's not real. Yeah, freaking. And then Max. Um, he's like, Santa gave me this one present, and then Max tries to convince this other kid that Santa doesn't exist. He, he me went to the go to Manhattan all of that one night. Yeah, classic. But the kid, does, he's not believing him. And then they're yeah. wrapping up, and then all of a sudden the chimney like <gasps> dust falls, soot falls down, and out comes very obviously Goofy dressed as Santa Claus. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but Goofy's sitting there, and Max thinks it's Santa, and he asks for his rail-to-rail, -rail, tip to tail. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the little girl kids from the neighbor's house pulls the beard off of <gasps> Goofy, and then Max throws a fit, loses it. Goofy tries to follow him, slams into the door, and all the stuffing in the pillow he's used for his belly yeah. blows up. And what, what kind of sucks is Max is all upset, and Goofy's like, I was just... I, like, I didn't mean to trick you. I was just trying to give the kids... Goofy is so well-intentioned. Yeah. I love Goofy after seeing this. He's kind of like Michael Scott if Michael Scott wasn't vulgar and everything. Yeah. Michael Scott's kind of like, from The Office. He's kind of like, has good intentions, but I feel like he's had bad influences. But Mickey, Goofy's like that, but just has a heart of gold, you know? Yeah. But Goofy, um, he's trying to cheer Max up, and he actually rips the arm off of, like, Max's little, like, stuffed animal that Santa gave him. Oh, yeah. And Goofy's like, you know what? We're going to camp out on the roof, and we're going to take a picture of Santa when he shows up or yep. something. <laughs> and Max is like, you probably fall up the roof. <laughs> which, I, which I bet would hurt. Goofy doesn't get really hurt in the heart, but I, if, if that was me, I'd be like, you know that's a sensitive subject. I'm always tripping over everything. <laughs> you stupid idiot. Uh, and... Oh man! So they don't they don't find Santa. There there's there's a point where Max falls asleep and someone starts robbing Pete's house. <laughs> and Goofy's like, look! And he's trying to take a picture, but he can't because he's Goofy. And then I think he does fall off the roof. Yeah. And Max is just looking out the window, and 
and Goofy starts shoveling in the lawn or in the driveway. It says, don't forget about Max. Like, he's yeah. trying to signal to Santa, don't forget about my son or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, freaking Goofy. So, so precious. You're so good. And then, and then there's a point where he thinks it's, uh, like, Goofy loses faith. I can't remember what happens here. Maybe it was right after the burglar. Goofy gives up. He's like, yeah. there's no Santa. Like, Goofy realizes that Santa's not coming. And he, Go Goofy then, like, more that Max is like a batitude when he realizes this isn't happening. But Goofy, like, yeah. looks like his world has been broken. Yeah. Like some paladin, some paladin whose god has died or something. Is what Does he start taking down the decorations, too? No, Max is trying to cheer him up in the same oh, way that okay, Goofy's okay. cheering And then Max... Slides through the chimney dressed as Santa. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then gives a spiel. He's like, "Oh no, I can't see your son. I got eight thousand kids in a second or whatever. So yeah, I gotta yeah. get out." Goofy follows him up through the chimney. They fall on the roof. Goofy realizes somehow <laughs> that Max was Santa. Then they realize, you know what? It doesn't matter. Like we have each other, and I'm sorry yeah. and everything. And then, <laughs> the real Santa. Boom. Flies over, sprinkles some dust, and a snowboard appears in Max's hand. He's like, I got just what I wanted. And Pete's like, but Santa, please, I want my yo-yo. And then the <laughs> snow falls on him or whatever. <laughs> and then this is what I love the That's most. That's a really good Pete impersonation. Thanks. This is what I love the most. Is yeah, that so this, is, this is precious. Then, And then Max is like, what did you want for Christmas? He's like, I asked for the same thing every year. Your happiness. Aww. And then Max is like, that's funny, because that's what I got you. And then they hug. Aww. And that's the end of A Very Goofy Christmas. Well, then there's that cute, he's like pushing that neighbor kid around on a Oh, yeah, he's board. like, oh, yeah, because that's what it kind of learns. He's like, yeah. I just wanted you to feel happy like you made the neighbors feel happy. So then he brings the snowboard over and plays with the kids in the snowboard. That's so nice. What a nice, what a nice gesture. And there, I remember watching that thinking, I'm not going to share my thing with them. Stupid neighbors. stupid neighbors. Also, I don't, I don't remember having any like stupid neighbor kids growing up next to me. There, there were a couple neighbor kids that were my age that I just hung out with. They were, you know what I mean? Yeah. I um. Then we move on to the the three dimensional world. Oh, wait, hot dog. That was a hot dog. Yes, of course it's a hot dog. Yeah. I think all of these are hot dogs. All of these are hot dogs. I think the middle one could go on longer, but I feel like they're like, well, let's give Max a look in, but it's only going to be like five minutes because it's called Christmas Maximus. Boom. Max is like grown up. I think he's coming home from college for Christmas and he's bringing home a girl. Who's, where's Roxanne? Who cares about her? I guess she's out of the picture. We got Mona. What's insane about Roxanne though? Let's talk about Roxanne for a sec. Okay. <laughs> that, that foxy dog. That has probably turned an entire generation into furries. Wow. Okay. Roxanne. Not, not Robin Hood. No, Roxanne. Not Maid Marian. No, no, no. Here, here's why. Here's why. It's, it was Roxanne with, partnered with uh, Space Jam. Oh, Lola Rabbit. Yeah, Lola Rabbit partnered okay. with, with Roxanne and Goof Troop. And then, at the peak of it all, Zootopia. I guess that's the peak of anthropomorphic animals. <laughs> No, I'm talking about the, the the group of people. I know. I'm sitting. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. You're yeah. Saying. You're right. You're right. You're right. But anyway, what's the deal with Roxanne? Man, she's making a comeback. She's on like all kinds of merchandise now. Really? Yeah. You go to uh, Box Lunch. That like, prequel. Topic. That prequel. It's coming back. We got to get Roxanne and Max back together. A dog's purpose. Disney, hear us. Disney, hear, hear our, our cry. cry. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need any more live-action remakes. I just want sequels. I just want... And not a prequel. Not like Tarzan 2, the prequel to Tarzan 1. I'm talking... Or Lion King 1 and a half. half. Which I still like. Yeah. I'm talking... Or Atlantis 2. Let's call it... Milo's Return. Not... There was a goofy movie, an extremely goofy movie. Let's call this one a sobering goofy movie. Because <laughs> it's just about how you shouldn't expect too much about life. Sorry, Max. <laughs> Here's what I think is interesting and about like, these. Max goes and he swipes his card to get get like a drink and it declines. It's just like me. And then he pulls out another card and that declines. 
And then he calls his dad. He calls and his, his dad. dad's like, can you put hey, money on my car? Give me, can you transfer me five dollars? And Goofy's like, sure. I got, no, I got all that money. No, instead, Goofy's like, are you sure? Last time, he said he'd pay me back. I said to get that money. But Goofy's not really... Okay, either way. What I think is interesting watching these... With the exception of Pete, who I thought was a dog up to this point. Oh, Pete's a cat. All, he used to be a bear. All the dogs Pete's a cat, man. hang out with the dogs. All the ducks hang out in the neighborhood with the ducks. And all the mice seem to chill together. But the mice seem to be on top of it all. They're, they're it's like, like the Hunger Games. Oh my gosh. You have the dog the district, districts. the duck district, the cow district where only Clarabelle lives. And then you have Oswald off in District 13. <laughs> and then Mickey's in the center where he has dogs for a pet. Mickey is the capital. Oh my heck. So, so here's why, uh, if you're listening, this is why Hunger Games is all of a sudden relevant again. Because <laughs> John is reading through the Hunger Games right now. <laughs> For the now. first time. For the first time ever. Yeah. Have you seen the movies? No. Have you haven't seen the movies? I've seen around. Catching Fire. But it's like, this is why it's relevant right now. But I think it's a pretty good, I think it's a pretty good parallel. It's weird that they only chill together. And Scrooge, somehow Scrooge McDuck is like, he's the, he's like the mayor of the Duckville or whatever. And but then, Scrooge McDuck, dude, did you know that like, I think canonically he's... He has more money than like Batman or Tony Stark or. Oh yeah, if you like, I've I've seen that. Like if you yeah. adjust for inflation, if you adjust for how, inflation or if how you, the currency, um, like it's backed by or it's I don't backed know, by whatever. But yeah, Scrooge McDuck. He's the most. Uh, he's the richest. Uh, Duck richest fictional character. Fictional character. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's a parallel to Disney. Let's. <laughs> Do you yeah, think Scrooge, Scrooge, Mc, Scrooge McDuck is actually Darkwing Duck? I bet Scrooge McDuck could would buy fifty one percent of uh, Wayne Enterprise stock just because he could. <laughs> and he's like, "I want you to adopt Darkwing Duck into the Bat family." He's not a bat. I don't care. He's like, uh, he's like "I don't care." Do you want the world to know who Bruce Wayne really is? <laughs> there you go. Scrooge McDuck, Darkwing Duck, Batman crossover. Disney, you know, make it happen. I'm going to take this moment to correct myself. Back in the day, I was talking about the funny pet Avengers, and I said that Captain America was a mouse. He's actually, his name is Steve Mouser. He's a cat, though, because a, a cat is technically a mouser because they kill mice. Oh. Batman in the in the uh, Captain Carrot and his zoo crew is a mouse, though. Okay, why, why couldn't they have just made Batman, I don't know, You think bat. they would make him a bat, but they made him a mouse. What was Superman, a dog? Batmouse, I think they call him Batmouse. Superman is Captain Carrot, who is a rabbit. <laughs> Captain Carrot and his zoo crew. Okay. Okay, whatever. Comics <laughs> Corner. Comics Corner. The thing is, this the Christmas Maximus is very short. You have Max, and it's in its weird bulgy 3D land. It looks kind of like Jimmy Neutron. Um, him and Moni, Mona, he um, goes, he calls Goofy. He's like, Dad, we're coming home. I just need you to be cool. Okay, I know you're a klutz. Please, just be cool. And then a song starts that's like, just make me look cool, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they're on a plane. They show up. Most of it is told through montage of like, Mona seems to really like Goofy. Goofy seems to really like Mona, but Max is more like I think it's more of an internal struggle of like him and Goofy. Yeah. Because if you've seen any of the other Goofy movies, which we'll probably talk about at some point, they kind of butt heads a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Because Matt Max is a cool rad dude. Nobody else but you. There you go. And then there's a point where Max is just chilling out on the porch and Goofy's like, she's really cool. And Max is like, yeah, can you just chill? Okay. Come on, Maxie. It's Max. Okay. It's Max. Get your own life. <laughs> just leave me alone. Get your own life. <laughs> That's a good, trippy moment. In that Dude, movie. I know. Honestly, when I watched that, like as a kid, I felt so bad for Goofy and Max of course. at the same time. And it was just like. I like this trippy dude comes <laughs> over. What song is that? It's Come on, get happy. Yeah, this and it just gets more eerie and eerie toward the end of that. This is from Extremely Goofy. Come on, get happy. Here's the thing. So I think a very goofy Christmas first, then a goofy movie, then an extremely goofy movie, then time passes, Max meets Mona, Goofy okay. doesn't end up I'm with that one I'm dog girl. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's just alone, or maybe she's with family. I don't know. Oh yeah, hold up. What if she? What if she like has like some tragic death or something? She dies or something. Yeah. I don't know. So Max is back from college here, and Max is back from college. But they, 
And then they go through all the shenanigans, okay. canonically. But and then the third one would come after this. Maybe maybe that's why Goofy's loaded. So this new girl that he married, like, she died and he inherited all of her... I think he's loaded because he's Goofy and he's friends with Mickey, who's at the Capitol. Yeah, Mickey, who is, like, the president of this world. <laughs> <laughs> I have more that lends to this theory a little bit. I think i got to spend more time watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse to understand exactly <laughs> what's going Mickey on. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Hey, dude, if you go inside, there's fun inside. There you go. <laughs> we need put House of Mouse on the Max does appear in House of Mouse. Oh, and Mickey's a homie in trying that. Trying to get with Roxanne. <gasps> Roxanne is I think that that House of Mouse episode takes place between a goofy movie and an extreme. Okay, goofy so, so this next one, right? This next one that we have. So say Max and his college girl didn't work out because Max still has attachments for Roxanne, right? Yeah. And then in this threequel where Yeah, this threequel the sequel, he's trying to track down Roxanne, who's kind of over him, but also not really secretly. It's like a okay. it's like a rom com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a rom com, but this doesn't work out too. Then down the line, Max goes to war or whatever. <laughs> Why? Oh, no, no. Why? Now no, this one, this one is not through Max's eyes or Roxanne's eyes. It's through Max's new friend, and now we have the Great Gatsby, where Gatsby is Max. <laughs> You made this needlessly complicated. All I'm saying is, Max is obsessed with Roxanne. She is the green light across the lake Holy cow. that Max is constantly looking to, that his life will not be fulfilled unless he's with Roxanne. There you go. Anyways. <laughs> in the end, Max, in the end of Christmas Maximus, Yeah, yeah. I think, and like I said, I wasn't looking at my screen, I think he has some flashbacks to... Fun times with old, old Papa Goof. Yeah. And he comes in with the hand-knit scarf that Goofy made him. And yeah. they pop popcorn, which fills the entire house. And then Volcano's out of the... Volcano's out of the like chimney. Doesn't like his dad, too, right there? Yeah, there's a point where he, he does a little laugh. Yeah. Or maybe that's in the... I think that's an extremely Goofy That's movie. in a Goofy movie. Oh. The Goofy movie. Oh! At the very end, oh. when he kind of gets with Roxanne, finally. Oh, yeah. 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 He just... Uh, I actually... Because I he does a normal laugh on the roof because they're sitting on the roof. Yeah, and I it, there was no yuck. It was just <laughs> there was no murder. <laughs> what I also liked at the beginning is when he calls his dad. Goofy's just making like the the one hundredth snow angel in his front yard, just singing. <laughs> yeah. And then he pulls out a flip phone and presses a button, and it's like beep 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 do, and it's like and it like turns into a rotary phone. <laughs> My dad needs one of those. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk too much about the Pluto one because I didn't ever like that one as a kid. Okay, that's fine. But we should still talk about it. Yeah, I just don't want to talk a million years about it. It's not super entertaining and it's kind of dumb. Also, it, Mickey's an awful person in this one. <laughs> Watch yes. it. Yes. Because Mickey starts out and he's over-decorating and Minnie's like, I hope you're not going overboard this year. And he's like, Oh, more is less, you know. <laughs> more is less. <laughs> and then it's just like his house would surely be on fire in two minutes if he left yeah, the lights on. Electrical fire. What's this called? Mickey's doggone Christmas. Yeah, okay. Because he he's like neglecting Pluto. And their Christmas tradition is that Pluto gets to put the star on the top of the tree. Yeah. And Pluto can't wait, but Mickey's still decorating. Pluto goes to do it and trashes the entire house. And Goofy's like, and no, Goofy. Mickey. Mickey's like, look at this mess. You made Christmas a mess. Get out and stay out! He says those words specifically. Get out and stay out! He's like, if I can make it to the mall before it closes, this will be this will be good. And I'm just like, get over it, what's, man. What's so interesting about that is I feel like it's the most true to Mickey's like root, like and his roots of his character is that he he just full sends goes overboard that, for everything. And that's what's the problem here is that yeah. he'll neglect other things. Yeah. Because he's so you you're right. I thought that on the way over here. Then I'm like. He's going too overboard at everything, and it's yeah. it's detrimental to his relationships. Even Minnie's like, you kidding me right now? Pluto goes to his doghouse, and there's a little picture of, like, Mickey and Pluto, and Mickey's like, you're the worst, Pluto, in the picture. <laughs> so Pluto hops on a train. Pluto runs away. Pluto hops on a train, and the train takes him to the North Pole. Meanwhile... Which, Mickey, which rightfully it should, right? I guess. Oh, I like. I actually kind of like this part because Mickey realizes the fault of his error. Well, no, Mickey's still shopping. Okay, but then he and then he fixes his house. <laughs> then he's like, "Oh, it doesn't look really good, but oh man!" And then he's like, 
Oh, everyone thinks with Pluto. And then it's like, it's still mostly about Mickey. Like, it's still... Doesn't he go sit on the mall Santa's lap and ask him about Pluto? Well, that happens eventually. You're right. But it's still about, like, what I want. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Either way. Um, Pluto ends up in, like, the reindeer kennel on in the North Pole. And here's what's interesting. All the animals in this universe... Besides Pluto and these reindeer are anthropomorphic animals. You're right. <laughs> but Pluto is the lowest of non-anthropomorphic animals because he can't talk. Is Santa like a human? Santa is a human. Oh my god. It's so weird. Uh. I also wanted to point out when Max is trying to con when Goofy's trying to convince Max about Santa and he's like, he couldn't do that. I wanted Goofy to be like, yeah, remember when Mickey enchanted a bunch of brooms to do work for him? <laughs> There's actual magic in this universe we live yeah. in. Yeah, that's a good point. Either way. You remember Yen Sid? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man, uh, but... Anyway, Pluto learns how to fly. Well, no. What? He, um, he flies for a little bit, doesn't he? For a sec. Gosh, the reindeer, they name him Murray. Because yep. Murray Christmas. I think Blitzen is the leader... But Donner's the like the party dude who's like, let's adopt the let's adopt the dog or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a point where Donner puts a, a reindeer collar on on yeah. Pluto, and that's what lets Pluto fly. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. Pluto's having a great time flying. And um, do we want to cut it now? No. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so they put a dog collar on Pluto, and he starts flying with these people, and he's having a good old time. But then. He just gets homesick for Mickey, who now at this time is searching furiously everywhere. And he calls Minnie, but Minnie's doing her hair. Her yep. ears, actually. <laughs> She's doing her ears. She's like hair blowing her ears. And he's putting signs out, I think. Like I said, I, I didn't watch, like, I, I, my eyes weren't on the screen the entire time. Yeah. But um, then Donner's like, Donner's trying to get him to feel better. Mickey goes and sits on like a mall Santa's lap, who turns out to just be the real Santa, who's a human. Dope. I want to say though that Mickey sitting on his lap, his head's like pretty much right next to the humans. So the animals in this universe are, are about human size. Or Santa's really small. Or Santa's just a small person. Yeah. But still, Mickey's the same size as Goofy. <laughs> about Whoa. half the height of Goofy. Yeah, hold up. <laughs> but it's a cartoon universe, whatever. But. Santa gets the tip that he's missing a dog. Santa shows up to the reindeer kennel and he's like, You miss Mickey, don't you, Pluto? Yeah. And Donner's like, Who's Pluto? This is Murray. Susan Murray. There's a point where he's like, Does he got a nervous tick? I had a nervous tick once, but I sent him to the doctor and he got better. And I was like, oh, There's such bad jokes. There's a point though, there's a, you'd, you'd appreciate this is when Mickey is, um, he's like sweeping up the remains of like the damage in his house and he's like, if only I were a sorcerer, I could fix all of this. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, cheeky reference. That's good. That's good. Either way, Mickey, he's just down and depressed, and he's just at his doorstep, and he's just sad that Pluto's gone. And Santa shows up, and Pluto is leading the sleigh. Oh, nice. And he just, Santa just leaves Pluto, and Donner's like, you'll always be Murray to me. Yeah. And then Mickey sees Pluto, and... They have a good reunion, and then a snowplow, out of nowhere, blows through their front fence. Because there's been a snowplow the entire time that keeps plowing snow onto Mickey. It's a recurring joke. <laughs> this snowplow crashes through their front yes. lawn. And Mickey's like, what the heck? And Goofy, and Donald, and Daisy, and Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and Scrooge, and Minnie get out. And Minnie's like, Scrooge bought this for us to come find Pluto, because we heard about your dog. <laughs> Max, Max isn't there, though. Also had this thought, I think Huey, Dewey, and Louie, I think they're... Donald's nephew's in-law because Daisy really loves she's like a oh, fan hey that makes more sense but I think Donald's like stupid stupid Daisy side of the family nephews ruining my life yeah hold up maybe I should watch some more DuckTales to get the real canon for that Launchpad McQuack yeah who's Gizmo Duck yeah anyways are Chip and Dale in those ones I don't, I don't I, there's an, there was a Chippendale series. There is Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Either yeah. way, that's how it. That's that's what ends Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas is the the whole Pluto reunion, 
And then the narrator of all these stories is like, and they all lived happily ever after, and all the the Disney characters are they're cool. <laughs> I don't know. What's so interesting about just all of these? What what I like so much about them all is that they're teaching. I'm you learn a lesson watching it. But they're very heartwarming too. They're heartwarming, and I'm I'm taught, I'm taught how to to be just a nicer person. I agree. <sighs> but like I'm like I'm saying, give us a give us a. I'm I'm very serious. I would watch a a a sequel to a, an extremely goofy movie. And then it doesn't have it doesn't have to be bleak and sad. Like well, I like it. I want it to kind of like really re- reach into the like max like turn turning on Disney Plus with like a plate of a uh, microwave burrito, and you just like is eating that. And just that it just pans over to the next morning where he's just like still eating another burrito, watching Disney Plus. Oh, like he's a loser now. No, like he's a millennial. <laughs> okay, he's not a millennial. He's whatever generation we are. If anybody's a millennial, it's Max. Are we Gen X or Y or Z? You're Gen Z. What are you? I am at the cusp of it. You were born between, in ninety what six? Ninety five, dude. Okay. I'm between. I'm I'm the year. I'm the cutoff year of. Of millennials and Z, Gen Z. I thought I've looked this up before because I'm not a millennial. Millennials are born like after. Oh, like yeah, I'm looking this up right two. now. Um, I bet I can do it faster. Millennial generation. All right, images. <laughs> the generations. Yeah, yeah. So it says right here, millennials to '96 on this one. A lot of them say 96. They always say it between 94 to oh, Gen 96. Z. Gen Z is after 96. So the lost generation is 1980. Yeah, see, or 1890. I sorry. found another graph that says millennials are 94. So I'm going to say it's 95, which means that I am at the bud end of millennial and I'm daddy Z, which is, isn't that Zoomer? Isn't that what we call ourselves? I don't know. We're Zoomers now. There's some millennials, Generation Y, and Gen Next is. 1980 to 1994. Oh, I thought Millennials was Gen Y. Millennials ends... Yeah, Millennials is Gen Y. It ends at 94. iGen slash Gen Z starts at 95 to 2012. So then I'm Daddy Gen Z? Gen Alpha is 2013 to 2025. Huh. Interesting. And there's all these, like, ones. Xennials, like, X-E-N-E-L-S. Xennials. What's a zenial? Would that be me? Am I zenial? That's seventy-five to eighty-five. Oh, that's called a Xennial. What the heck? Generation X is I've the never... baby bust. See, I've heard of Generation X. Baby boomers, obviously, the silent generation, the greatest generation, nineteen ten yep. to twenty-four, because that's all the ones who fought through the wars. Oh, I wanted to throw in a uh, soft sibling sizzle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Handbrake turned us off, sibling. So. Sat, so, okay. That's all we've got That's to okay. say about those Disney movies, yeah. though. They're in, all hot dogs. In light of the Christmas season, I want to make fun of some siblings. Okay. Beginning with one of my own. I call him a sibling. He's not really a sibling. This isn't true to the ethos of this segment. Yeah, he's not a real sibling by blood. But hey, Isaac, why don't you ever text me back in a timely matter? Piece of crap. Or maybe, why, how can we never respond to my Xbox Live requests? Freaking Isaac. <laughs> He's a brother to me. What, what is this segment? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to make fun of Thomas again? No. I, I don't have anything to say. Cause Christmas is the time of compassion and charity. Oh, you're right. Isaac, I forgive you. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> um... Anyways, I think that's it. Like we said, those those are good Disney movies. Um, We're planning on taking a week, maybe two, off for the holidays. Yeah, so this will come out the Monday before Christmas. December 23rd, yeah. And then we'll be back the Monday, maybe after New Year's? Let's take a look. Expect one January 6th or January 13th. Let's do six. I think that sounds good. January sixth, it is. Sick. That means we're gonna have a uh, what? Uh, one, just a one week bye. And then we can talk about what this new human year will bring. 
Yes, the anticipated dog movies of the year or something. Yeah, we'll still watch a dog movie. But there you go. That's I think that's the show. Um, you can. Um, I just realized that by the time someone's listening to this, they'll have seen Star Wars Episode Nine. I will have seen Star Wars Episode Nine. What do you mean? We record these on the day they come out. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Anyways, wasn't it so good, you guys? <laughs> yes, I loved it. I loved how Ray was turned out to be the granddaughter of Obi Wan Kenobi, and Kylo Ren sacrificed himself for her. And I, I really liked how how Kylo ended up turning against, like like almost like Zuko went over to Poe and Ray and Finn and was like, "Can I, I want to join your group to take down the Sith?" Yeah, perfect. And, and then they all fought against the uh, Knights of Ren. That. That whole scene, that fight scene, where uh, where a Poe crashes X-wing into the Knights of Ren as the ultimate sacrifice, oh, I, was, I was crying, I was kissing crying. Finn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did remember. What's interesting about that is it, it confirmed that Poe was gay, but then Finn turned around later and kissed Ray, so Finn was by and Rose. Yeah. He's a player. But I thought Rose was in the back of the X-wing with Poe when she died. You're right. That was an interesting reveal. Yeah. What's so interesting about this all is uh, when Force Ghost Anakin showed up and talked to Kylo, and that's what made him switch to Zuko. And then randomly Force Ghost Padme came back, and they reconciled. And what was so insane about that is we didn't even know Padme was a Force user. I know. The whole time. Not once in the Clone Wars or anything, and it's just like, what what a blow away. This has been in the cusp for years. And then George Lucas made an appearance on screen for and the first time. And he confirmed that all the expanded universe is in canon again. I know. <laughs> Which, to the audience. It was so insane. And then Liam Neeson rolled in. God. <laughs> <laughs> playing Starkiller. Playing Starkiller. <laughs> yeah, yes. dude. And then, You're right. And so, because you, you, you see that clip in the trailer, right, with all the Star Destroyers. He forced one of those Star Destroyers and threw them against him, just like his great feat in the game. Force Unleashed. Yeah, but it sadly ended with him pulling them all down onto all the Jedi. Oh, no. Which... Making which... them extinct. <laughs> Turns out the planet they were on was Earth, though. Yeah. So here we are today. And there were only two survivors who were butt naked. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yes. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Sorry. Oh, no. For... no, no, no. <laughs> for the... The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> and then, oh, there's one more thing I didn't want to talk about that movie. <laughs> when that bounty hunter rolled in, the, the really short one, and you, it looked like some, any normal Mandalorian, but then you realized it was baby Yoda growing yes, up. Yeah. He was hunting them down the whole time. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Merry Christmas. There you go. You can contact us at Canine Critique on Facebook, Instagram, Twitters. Gmail. Gmail. I'm at Flower Lauer on Instagram, I guess. <laughs> DM him. No. <laughs> do not. Just drop a little, just, just send him a peach emoji, he'll know what to do. No, stop. <laughs> I hate this. You can catch him at the two E's, the Jake Nielsen. That's me. If I don't know who you are, I probably won't accept the request. And same. Follow me. And same. Thanks again to Music Elijah for the theme. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye-bye. I just realized we said bye, and you didn't say see you in the doghouse next time. Say it again. Do it. Do the thing. Are you recording right now? Yep. <laughs> well, this is take two. Catch you in the doghouse next week. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs>